Hello, good people. You're listening to Startup Berg, the podcast dedicated to highlighting the Steel City's growing startup community. I'm your host, Adam Simone. Let's get started. Okay, well, we've got episode 22 here. This is a kind of an exciting one. It's a little bit different than what I've done in the past. I'm going to be presenting to you pieces from three different inter- interviews that I conducted around our subject today, which is Revival Chili, a really exciting food trailer um, coming from uh, Jordan Robarge. So we're going to start with Jordan, and we're going to also hear from a couple of his partners, different organizations around Pittsburgh that are involved with Revival Chili in one way or the other, uh, and I think I think you're going to like it. Uh, the the common thread throughout is you know kind of socially conscious, uh, a social mission built into a for profit business, and Jordan's doing some really cool stuff. Additionally, I wanted to say up front, uh, he's just actually launched an Indiegogo campaign to help uh, finish up funding for. Uh, some of the infrastructure around getting his food trailer up and running. Uh, they've been uh, catering events around Pittsburgh for you know more than a year, I believe, and and they got some really incredible product and and a really nice mission. So I do hope that anyone listening goes on Indiegogo and searches Revival Chili and supports them if they have um, that opportunity. So with without any further ado, uh, yeah, I'd like to introduce uh, Jordan. Yeah, I'm Jordan Robarge. I'm working on Revival Chili. And so Jordan and I talked for, for quite a while, actually, and, and you're going to hear from one of his employees as well, uh, and, and you'll find out in a little bit why that's, um, that's kind of a, a neat opportunity. So uh, Jordan, in his own words, this, uh, this is what he's doing. A chili food trailer um, that will be all over Pittsburgh, um, hitting up the different events as well as the different um, areas where there's a lot of working people um, that need a healthier food option. Yeah, you know, Jordan was just a lot of fun to talk to. Um, you know, he's <laughs> he's not uh, you know a, a, a trained chef or anything, and he's got a passion for for product, and he's got a really nice product in his chili. So, you know, it it's kind of funny where ideas come from, um, and for him, it, you know, it came from his days back in college. Uh, I started Revival Chili for a lot of reasons. Um, one of the probably the main one is I love serving food to people, um, especially chili. And since we offer such a different chili than anybody's ever tried, uh, when you give it to them and just the expression on their face, especially as they go through the tastes that they get, because a lot of the times they're going to have like a sweet-ish flavor at the beginning. Um, and then about like eight to 10 seconds later, they're going to be hit with the spicy. And just the way that like their expression changes, uh, it's just, it's so much fun to watch. And then, you know, it's something that they've never had. So then they're all, they always, almost always love it um, and are really complimentary of us and like uh, what we've made. And it's just a lot of fun. How did you come up with like a different chili? So the recipe actually originates from my fraternity in college. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> Where was that? <laughs> I was at the University of Virginia. Um, and we had this, I mean, we had this recipe for I don't know how long, but when I got there every single year, uh, another fraternity hosts a philanthropy that's a chili cook-off and we would always enter every single year and we would always win as well yeah um, but it was just such a fun experience like they didn't ask you to stop coming after you kept winning <laughs> year on year no they didn't uh fortunately so i and then i started catering events about a year and a half ago 
uh, whenever I would go home from college, actually, I would always make the chili with my friends from home, you know, for family, for us, just because uh, it was a good time. Yeah. And then I started catering events about a year and a half ago, mostly family, friends, work events uh, with the chili. And that's when I kind of like started actually feeling, you know, like maybe <laughs> this could be <laughs> right. But you have no culinary background no, or no, no culinary background. Just just the chili. Making the it chili. work. <laughs> So I actually, I sat down with um, Sister Dana. She's over in East Liberty. Um, she has a lot. She has a few different lines of uh, food and water. It's all like health related, okay. nutritional stuff. Her background is um, from her parents were like Native American uh, as well as African American. And, yeah. you know, she just grew up gardening. Her mom, her grandma, like always would have them go out in the dirt, like pick all their vegetables right. and all that stuff and then cook with it. Um, so she has a lot of uh, really good knowledge about the nutritional value of uh, natural foods. Yeah. Um, so I was able to sit down with her and actually like get out there get the recipe down to make it a healthier recipe for you. So, so what makes it health? What's the healthy part? So we source uh, all the meat locally, mm-hmm. and that's I mean that's a huge thing. Um, as well as we used we used to be sourcing the vegetables locally, but now we're you know at the end of the season, so. Mm-hmm. We would have had to prepare for this months in advance by being able to can and store uh, the vegetables. So we will not be sourcing the vegetables locally, but maybe sometime in the future. But definitely in the future okay. is what we're really looking at. And um, by sourcing locally, I mean you get so much nutritional value out of it. Okay, and now now here's where it starts to branch out a little bit. So we're talking about locally sourced foods. Um, when I recorded uh, Jordan's episode here, this was in the kind of the dead of winter. Um, a few months ago, I did have a chance to talk to one of his partners, Caropolis, which is uh, another organization in Pittsburgh, another startup, um, uh, an entrepreneurial effort, and uh, they're doing some kind of exciting stuff. So uh, let's dive into that. My name is Christian Ferentz. So Christian, is, he is one of the founders of Caropolis. Uh, so I'm the co-founder of Caropolis. Um, and we work in the interface between local farms and local food. And so I think a lot of people uh, listening have probably heard the term farm to table, so to speak. But uh, you know, I guess in his own words, here's what they're doing. We work with local farms and enable them to participate in local food systems. Um, so a lot of people focus or a lot of startups focus on the optimization of farms or really the optimization of their business customers, let's say restaurants. Um, but nobody really has looked at how do we actually get farms from our from their source or food from the source at the farm to the table? Um, and how do we enable farms to actually participate in that local food community? And so one of the things I really liked about their approach is that they took an kind of an analytical view, um, you know, and, and proved some of their initial assumptions wrong. Um, and, and and so Christian talks a little bit about the supply demand side of this local food issue. This is important because um, there is an, there's an interest here, and when we went and studied the local food, what, what it means to, um, to have local food and have access to local food, uh, we initially suspected that it was a supply-demand issue, so demand is really outstripping supply right now. Um, but what we really found is that it's actually uh, a difficulty in participating in local food net- networks. So for farms and their consumers, we really focus on uh, farm-to-business relationships, so primarily farms-to-restaurants. And for both farmers and for chefs, it's really time-intensive to participate in local food networks. And that was a really big barrier to entry um, for our customers. 
and a really big reason for why they weren't participating in local food in the first place. Christian and Karopoulos got connected up with Jordan um, through Thrill Mill. Uh, Jordan used to be uh, uh, involved with the, the Thrill Mill organization, and uh, he built a pretty impressive network out of there that he's leveraging into his startup now. I originally met Jordan through Thrill Mill. Yeah. Um, this is about a year ago now, actually. Okay. And we started working with Jordan, and he'd approached us with the idea of what Revival Chili is. He's, I had this great idea, yeah. uh, and I think I can not only start myself a business, but I can do uh, some, I can build in a social uh, aspect to this, a social benefit aspect to this. So Christian and I also got to talk a little bit about um, Jordan's uh, social mission aspect of Revival Chili, which is to provide a a source of uh, employment for previously incarcerated individuals. The impact there is phenomenal. When I sit down and we talk to Jordan, uh, it's just incredible how difficult of a time that these people have when they when they're released from prison. And you yeah. think, hey, you're okay. You're you're actually released back into society, and you're you have your freedom back. It's not entirely true. Um, there's a lot of there's a lot of asterisks and there's a lot of stipulations. It's a lot of that. constraints. Right. And um, for somebody like Jordan to come along and actually provide them kind of a leg up and get them re-engaged back in society, that's huge. Yeah, it is. Um, and from from a from a food truck perspective, I would choose that over the next guy. Yeah. Um, because not only are you getting great food, but it's a feel-good dollar. Yeah, well. I think that, you know, I'm sure you know, he's going to, I think he's going to succeed for a lot of reasons, but one of them is that, um, uh, you know, he'll be, he'll be able to communicate his story along both, both, you know, from the, Kind of the food side and the human resources side and kind of the mission side and mm-hmm. and that will resonate with people especially in a town like pittsburgh which i think is really rife with uh socially conscious <laughs> decision making absolutely absolutely pittsburgh's um, such an excellent test bed in food right now yeah um, because we have a market that's large enough to test um, large-scale ideas but it's also small enough that it's approachable um and by approachable i mean you can quickly be become immersed in the community. So for Acropolis, it allowed us to quickly meet uh, the movers and shakers in yeah. the food community here yeah. and get the best practices from them. And you know, lastly, then uh, Pittsburgh is a, an excellent indicator market for many other um, food, food scenes around the country. Anyway, so I asked uh, Christian what he thought about Jordan's chili. Uh, it's, it's really good. You can tell that his, the food he's using is, is top quality food. Yeah. And then he's bringing some, I know he's experimenting with different recipes and different flavors in chili. Right. Uh, so beyond your uh, kind of you know, Tuesday night <laughs> yeah. uh, thrown together chili, he's actually really doing Whatever some Whatever we've got things. in the cupboards. <laughs> yeah, right. Throw it together. and Because uh, chili, chili can be uh, kind of a staple, right? Yeah. And he pushes the boundaries on what. Love it. Uh, on what typical chili is and yeah. what we typically expect from a bowl of chili so it's, so it's, it's phenomenal it's surprising right right he's, and he's he goes all, all over the spectrum of sweet and spicy yeah uh, incorporating different meats throughout our conversation it was it was really apparent that christian was very passionate about um the benefits of of enabling a more robust locally sourced food culture and you, when you figure that when you harvest a, a head of lettuce and that only has a lifespan of maybe 20 days or so. You used half or maybe over half of its life just getting it to the grocery store in the first place. 
Um, and that, you know, that also translates into the quality of the food and the, the nutrients that exist in the food. And so instead of a week, instead of 10 days, you know, getting it in Jordan's front door, we can get it in his front door the same day it was picked. Yeah, that's incredible. It is incredible. It's like, why is this not being done? <laughs> I ask myself this all the time. Yeah, yeah. And we can get it in his door, and he says, this, I can you know, compare the food that you're giving me, or you're giving me access to, compared to the next guy, and it beats it every single time. And, you know, even if you're you're on uh, the Startup Berg as part of a whole of another episode, you know, you're not going to get away without me asking you where you think your business is going to go uh, in the next 12 months. So, you know, Christian was really open and, and kindly shared uh, what he hopes to do with Coropolis. Uh, we'll definitely be bringing them back on at some point, probably for their own episode in the future, because I think what they're doing is really neat. Another year, uh, we would like to have um, operating markets and or operating networks in three um, three markets around the country. Um, so we're looking to expand beyond Pittsburgh. So we use Pittsburgh as a test bed, but really expand beyond Pittsburgh and make sure that uh, we have found that common denominators and local food pain points yeah. and that we're addressing those. And um, we'd like to incorporate all aspects of this. So right now we work primarily with farmers, but let's bring consumers on board. Let's bring uh, distributors on board and really grow a comprehensive food network that allows, that begins to bridge the barrier to local food. I think that's great. Thank you. Wish you guys luck. If people want to follow you and your progress, mm-hmm. can they? where could they reach you? Uh, you can find us on Facebook yeah. um, or at Cropolis, PGH. You can also find us on Twitter and Instagram with the same handles. Great. So we're back here uh, with Jordan uh, talking about uh, Revival. Uh, and we're going to touch on another one of their partners, zero uh, six eight. One of their missions is to find young, uh, driven entrepreneurs, and you know, help them and uh, become successful and find you know do what they want to do. So they, a lot of uh, they're just starting there. I think they're about two years old ish yeah. now. Um, and a lot of their businesses are kind of focused in the construction industry, yeah. which is not as client facing as. You know, they want people to be able to find out about this. So, you know, when I came as like a young driven individual, they were like, wow, um, we really want to be able to help you um, to succeed in what you're doing, as well as that you have a good social social mission um, in your business as well. Yeah. And, you know, look, Jordan, Jordan's a uh, he's a he's a good I think he's a good businessman. He's got um, uh, a nice uh, feel for um, differentiation and storytelling and that storytelling aspect played a large role in how he's shaping his particular organization and the partners that he's choosing to work with. Uh, for me, just so one, I, <laughs> I don't really like service related uh, <laughs> businesses just as a, no. as a <laughs> you might be in the wrong business <laughs> as a personal preference. Um, products is like where, where I want to be. So with the, the product of the chili, the chili got it. Right. Yeah. That was kind of where I wanted to be. And then, you know, the food trucks, they're growing in Pittsburgh, but in markets such as New York, D.C., Los Angeles, it's like so saturated with mm-hmm. just, oh, I have the new greatest food and I think that everybody's going to want this. But, you know, how do you how do you make that a little bit different? Like, how do you put a, a different spin on it that will make people want to buy for you more than, you know, just that you have a great food? And especially in food trucks, it's really hard since people it's more or less fast food. You want to get in and get out. Um, so what we are trying to do is not only have a social mission, but create a sense of hospitality in the food truck industry. So like, what are some different ways you can do that? All right. Somebody's going to spend two minutes at my truck. 
let's just say. Um, so how do you, in that two minutes, how do you get that sense of hospitality? Um, and having a story is a huge part of that. So for the first six-ish months, we're actually going to be having someone stand outside the truck hmm. um, to engage with engage with the customers, um, to not just let them stand in line and you know be staring at their cell phone or something along those lines. That's what I do, <laughs> right? Exactly. And like, but how do we how do we engage with them a little bit more? Like, maybe if I do see that guy walk up and he looks really busy, then I might leave him alone. But that other person that's just kind of looking around, occasionally glancing at their cell phone. If I have someone out there to engage with them, let's say it's me or one of the employees, um, and to kind of you know talk to them about their day to tell them a little bit about us and why we're doing what we're doing. It, it creates more of a sense of that they are involved with us and you know that they should want to come back or that they do want to come back and things like that. So of course I had to get out, um, get out of the office and go find 068. All right, I can't really find the entrance here. I think this might be it. Entrance around rear of building. And so eventually I found the uh, the right door and walked in. There's some activity going on. It's very clearly in kind of the construction sphere. Um, there's some folks working. And I find Michael Van Ness. He's uh, in a small room in the middle of this uh, very cavernous building. Turned on that other heater so it's a little bit warmer, but... Um, That's all good. It's a beautiful day outside anyways. Cool. That should be, should be good. My name is Michael Van Ness. So in, in his own words, uh, Michael tells us where we're standing right now. We are in the 068 slash Work Pittsburgh headquarters in the south side of Pittsburgh on 6th Street. Work Pittsburgh uh, sounds like a, a pretty neat organization. Uh, so, uh, Michael, what, what is that all about? Work Pittsburgh is a workforce development project. Um, one of the flagship programs for of 068. Um, it is a full service general contractor, so that includes construction, new construction, um, electrical maintenance and installation. Um. And Work Pittsburgh is the subsidiary of 068, so um, uh, Michael clarified what 068, kind of the intention of this, uh, of, uh, of this organization is. Yeah, so 068 uh, was founded as an incubator, um, and I think the best way to think of it is kind of a holding company and, and a place where we can experiment in different ways to give opportunity to people with a criminal background. So for us, that includes entrepreneurship, things like Revival Chili. Um, obviously, Jordan doesn't have a criminal background, but he wants to stand with those who do and, and align himself in that way. I think a lot of their program um, comes down to providing opportunity. And so that it's very clear that Michael saw opportunity uh, in uh, what Jordan's working on at Revival Chili uh, pretty early on. So that's something we're trying to do here is help understand that there are people who are very capable when given a real, genuine opportunity. Jordan is, is an awesome champion, and I think... Uh, what's significant about the way Jordan's a champion for, for these folks is not standing on a rooftop kind of shouting to the heavens and, and that sort of thing, but providing a real chance, which is employment and kind of a very transparent and open company where he has great relationships with all of his employees. He's willing to, to share the, the success and the failure with them yeah. and really not say, I'm the boss, you're the employee, there are levels here, but really to say, I'm learning 
you're going to learn with me. Let's go on this ride together. And so we took a look outside. Now you look straight across the river, out this bay door here. You see Allegheny County Jail. Folks down there are going to be able to see our, we have the signage rights, so we're going to be able to see the work Pittsburgh brand and, and see what we're all about. Um, that's really cool. To hopefully give people just a, if it, you know, give people, help people see that someone's standing up for them and that, that there are people who are, who are going to fight for them. I've been super appreciative of, you know, everything they've been able to uh, help me with. And they also have great relationships with all the jails and the halfway houses in the surrounding areas. Yeah. Uh, but what they really use is actually um, the relationships that the people that they have hired have. Because a lot of those people, you know, their communities are also uh, previously incarcerated citizens. Mm -hmm. And so by using them to reference uh, other people to help come on, they know that, like, they have great guys already and has someone that they're referencing. They have a lot of trust in them, um, which is also excellent. So Michael was really great. We had a, a, a long ranging conversation there. I'm only able to include a few of the clips here just because uh, the sound that I captured wasn't, I, I think, good enough that it kept kind of going in and out. So I do apologize to 068, but appreciate them uh, welcoming me in and telling their story as part of the Revival Chili story. My name is Jacob Hackett. I work for Revival Chili. Jacob's been with Revival for about a month at the time of recording this. Well, actually, um, you know, I just was recently incarcerated and um, I was released. So once I got out, I went to the Pittsburgh Trade Institute and I was a graduate there. And I, I heard about um, 068 and they had called me in for an interview. And that's when I had met uh, Michael Van Ness. And he had told me that, you know, they were going to be starting a chili truck called Revival Chili. And I got the opportunity to sit down and interview with Jordan. And, you know, I just waited till you know, till the opportunity presented itself. From Jacob's perspective, uh, Revival is really a really nice option considering, uh, you know, the, kind of their mission and their goals and uh, how Jordan's structuring the business uh, and especially how he thinks about uh, his employees and his partners that he's working with. I liked it how they pretty much were interested in hiring people, you know, with second chance employment, um, guys that, you know, had a criminal record uh, like myself. So, and, you know, they, they were given it, they told me that basically, um, you know, this is new, new to him. And, you know, if you ha if I had any ideas that, you know, to pretty much share within the company and I could actually grow within the company and one day I could actually be running my own chili truck. So I thought that that was, you know, real interesting. So I just, that's why I'm with them. And the effort that Jordan's putting into these activities, they're not lost on Jacob. Well, what it means for me personally is I feel like when I come to work, like, you know, I look at Jordan as not my boss as, as a friend because, you know, he really tries to, you know, look out for my well-being and my lifestyle. And, you know, he motivates me to, to, to do the right thing. And um, as well as 068 and Michael Van Ness, you know, they don't just – they want you to – yeah, uh, better yourself and your housing, your family, and, yeah. and everything like that. You know, so that's I love it. That's awesome. That's great. So, what are you most looking forward to once the the whole operation kind of gets going? Well, I, I want to grow. Um, I eventually want to have my own chili truck. Uh, I want to be a manager. Yeah. So I just you know I want to advance within. Do you like chili? I love the chili. We make the best chili in Pittsburgh. Uh, really? Why didn't you bring any chili for me? <laughs> <laughs> Next time. That's all right. Uh, what have you been working on in the last month with Revival? Uh, just learning the different recipes. Um, I actually sat down and um, 
got certified with the uh, Community Kitchen of Pittsburgh on, on service handling the food. So, you know, that was pretty neat. Um, just learning the different, you know, ingredients that go in the chili from Jordan. And uh, it's, 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 I'm learning, but in the same time, I'm having fun with it. So I really appreciate Jacob taking the time to come down and speak with me along with Jordan. Um, so we're going to wrap up with Jordan now. He uh, highlighted kind of a, a, a nice aspect of the Pittsburgh um, mobile food arena. Is there something that was, that's been surprising to you about the entrepreneurial startup world since you started this venture with Revival? Yeah, definitely. I mean, the food truck industry specifically, it's almost like a family. Um, the most surprising thing actually that happened to me is I, when, I, when we were thinking about how we were going to do the build out of the trailer and what equipment we were going to need, uh, we went and talked to a few different food trucks uh, throughout the city to kind of, you know, see what the, what some of the struggles that they might have had, kind of what they went through to get started. And one of the people I talked to was Ben from uh, Pittsburgh Po' Boy, mm-hmm. who they recently they recently started as well. I think it was um, over the summer. And he he was amazing. Like he at the end of the conversation was like, please reach out to me anytime that you need have any questions you want answered. So I've actually reached out to him a few different times and he almost always replies within an hour of like when I send him an email with the answers to all my questions and almost always goes above and beyond. Um, yeah. Whatever question I had, like to the greatest extent that he can answer, which was so amazing. I mean, he's just been so helpful and it's not just him. I mean like a lot of the other, cause I worked with the vendors at Thrival 2015. So I have connections to most of them or a lot of them already. Um, and it's just, it's more or less like a family. Like they all just want to help each other out and make sure everyone else is uh, surviving. So like if there's an event that they're not able to go to, they might be like, Oh, let me recommend my friend at revival chili to, he would be a great vendor for your event or like something along those lines. And that's just been such an awesome thing to learn um, and see, especially as it starts growing and as the food truck community keeps growing in Pittsburgh, something you can pay forward to. Oh yeah, definitely. And at the end of the day, you know, Jordan, he, he wants to sell chili and, and that's one of the reasons I wanted to tell the story because I think that there's a lot of um, um, a lot of reasons that we as Pittsburgh want him to succeed, and and the help of even a small community like what we have here at Startup Berg would go a long way to getting uh, to making sure that revival is on the street and uh, slinging that chili. <laughs> uh, the most challenging part is kind of getting all the moving parts to come together. Um, Cause I mean, for me, like what I really just want to do is sell chili, right? So <laughs> getting all of the infrastructure of the truck, uh, the trailer built out, um, you know, setting up all the tax services for the city of Pittsburgh federal, um, as well as, you know, finding a commercial kitchen that we can partner with that we are able to cook the chili in now for all the events that we're going to, as well as who we're going to have to partner with. Cause all food trucks need a commercial kitchen to partner with as well. So like, literally just making all of the parts, moving parts work together and, um, you know, hit the deadlines that we want to hit. So as we're closing out here, you know, I asked uh, Jordan about, um, uh, you know, hiring and, and kind of the core of building that story around uh, revival. And, uh, you know, these are these are the kind of folks, Jordan and Jacob and, and Karopolis and 068, that we want to support in this community. And, you know, I... All I can do is spread the word, and, and hopefully this resonates with you folks out there, and that at some point in time in 2017, you taste some delicious chili. Go find out where they are. Um, support them on Indiegogo if you can. 
and uh, let's show them a little Pittsburgh love. So what what we're mainly looking for is just that drive. Like, you know, are they someone that's going to show up 20 minutes early and leave 20 minutes late? Are they, you know, going to work their hardest at every single time on the job? Um, but as well as that, like, are they going to be open with us? Like, are they willing to tell their story to to like if if they've had a bad day or like a bad night come into work and be like hey like i don't want to be that guy standing outside the truck today i'd prefer to just you know work in the back and cut the vegetables or something like that and like creating the sense of you know creating a sense of community and family uh for us and then like once we create it for us we can help spread it to everybody else to all of our customers and create that sense of hospitality um and it's actually really interesting uh to when we are doing the interview process what what uh Michael from 068 has told me is that it's either it goes one of two ways when you set up interviews with people like this. So you either have them show up 30, 20 minutes early uh, because they do want this. They're ready to turn their lives around. They want to work or they just don't show up at all because they're not ready yet. So like I think for for Jacob, as an example, he showed up 30 minutes early, I think. And then we were actually done with the interview before the interview was even supposed to start. I think it was something along those lines. (laughs) And it was just so easy to just yeah. see that, you know, this is a guy that really, really wants to get back out there and um, could be super beneficial to us and for the business. Awesome. Is there anything else you want to kind of add to the tape? Uh, I think I think that covers it for right now. Yeah, um, I think that's great. <laughs> okay, cool. Was, there was definitely a lot. Yeah. In that, in, in that short period of time. But. 